see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. I can recall hearing about sustainability as far back as the mid-2000s. It was the next big packaging buzzword. As we reach the 20s, it is growing out of just processing and packaging, however, and starting to become rooted in our society in general. Countries and companies are vested in incorporating sustainability into their cultures. We at PMMI and the podcast recognized that along with a lot of other societal norms, a pandemic could be extremely detrimental to the progress that companies have made to increase and embrace sustainability. Is sustainability suffering during COVID-19? Do consumers and consumer packaged good companies even care about it among all the challenges they are facing on a daily basis? We speak first with Donna Ritson, president of DDR Communications, about PMMI's report, Packaging Sustainability, a Changing Landscape. Donna provides us a very thorough, overarching view of where the world currently stands in terms of packaging sustainability. That's what you'll listen to today in part one. Part two of Stumped About Sustainability will follow in a few weeks with our one-on-one with Graham Packaging's Chief Sustainability Officer, Tracy Old. We check in on the global packaging giant's pledge to make its full line of packaging 100% recyclable, reusable, or compostable by 2025. We really hope you'll give both parts a listen. And with that, welcome back to the podcast, Donna. Thanks, Sean. It's great to be back with you again. So we continue to see so much news um, about sustainability and how it's going to kind of look or survive the pandemic with so many things being single use. Um, obviously, you, you know, you're wearing gloves once, throw them out or disposable masks. What's happening with packaging sustainability in the middle of the COVID-19? Well, that's a really good question. And and this report came out in March. So it was sort of pre-COVID pandemic. But there certainly are a couple things to consider now that the world has really completely changed earlier this year. We did some recent research to kind of bring this subject up to date. And certainly, like you just mentioned, the consumption of single-use products is across all industries. And it's really because we as consumers are focusing more on safety and hygiene, of course. Um, However, there's been a recent NYU Stern Center 
statement that says purchasing sustainable products is a trend with staying power. And I think that that's one of the big takeaways we want to learn from this is even though there's a market shakeup with COVID, it's unlikely that sustainability will just fade away entirely as a consumer concern. And we looked at another report by Accenture. They talked about 45% of consumers are making more sustainable choices when they're shopping now and will likely continue to do so in the future. And how quickly that behavior returns, we obviously don't know that, but certainly consumers are returning to some of their pre-pandemic purchasing juice. Consumers are also um, returning to health-conscious trends. Um, We've really looked at this at the onset of the pandemic and what consumers went through. Um, It's important to understand that that health-conscious choices are an important indicator for sustainability. So consumers that we are now making more health conscious changes, our our buying behavior has become more stable, Um, we'll be able to see more sustainable options in the future. Now, that's interesting, Donna, because I would think that the health conscious kind of went by the wayside with with the COVID and everybody being home where they were were not necessarily making the most healthy choices in terms of the, the foods they were eating and stuff like that, at least speaking for myself. And I know what's going on in my house, that there's a lot of things that are being eaten that, that we probably weren't eating when we weren't home all the time. So that is interesting and good to know that consumers are now returning to, to more health conscious trends. Um, the, the opening statement of the report says that the packaging sustainability has moved beyond a trend and it's, it's now, it's a global shift. So how's this concept impacting brand manufacturers? Well, that's, again, you've got some really good questions here, Sean. Um, you know, manufacturers, they're, they're fundamentally rethinking their approach to packaging now through a lens of sustainability. And this isn't a new trend, but it's certainly something now, even as we put in the report, it's a shift globally. This is, this is really happening around the globe. So the approach to sustainability, it's really being seen as a, as a deep culture shift, more than just a passing trend. This is something that we'll see continue. And we spoke to 40 brand manufacturers. That's the voice of this report, along with some of the OEMs and material suppliers and industry experts as well. They shared their goals about sustainability. So we can look at five things that brand manufacturers are looking at for their packaging. They can reduce packaging waste. They can use materials that are recyclable or compostable. They can move packaging to be more returnable or in a format that's more reusable once we consume the product and the packaging can be more reusable. They're redesigning packaging to replace non-recyclable materials. And looking at choosing more packaging materials that would be renewable um, and bring that into the sustainability initiative. However, what really makes this PMMI report um, so informative for machine builders and material suppliers is that during our interviews with brand uh, manufacturers, we really candidly got from them how these sustainable changes in packaging configurations are actually affecting their machine requirements and performance. And that's something that I've, I'm aware of and that I've heard, and it's always seemed to have been the, the machinery OEM, um, especially for our PMMI listeners, that 
their role in sustainability was always um, in the early on when it when it first became sort of a buzzword. It was, you know, how is this going to affect us? We make machines at the end. So I guess how specifically is the performance being affected as brand manufacturers are now pursuing this you know, circular economy? Well, brand manufacturers, they really do understand that they can't just swap out one material for another material. And if the properties are different and have have the expectation that the machine is going to respond properly. So they really do understand that. So they're looking at, is there changing materials? Is there looking at new formats? There are machine modifications or alterations that need to be made to to accommodate these new packaging formats or new materials. So, and it isn't just machine modifications. Um, We heard that approximately one in four of the CPGs that we interviewed are actually making new machine purchases to accommodate these sustainable packaging formats as well. And if we look at, at an example here, you know, we know there's a phenomena with skew proliferation and really what that means to the packaging lines are they're no longer just dedicated to a single product. Lines are running lots of products, lots of different formats and materials. So manufacturers are really looking for these machine changes to accommodate these shorter runs or machine additions to make their manufacturing more flexible. So when they're making these changes in these additions, they really are asking for that collaboration with their machine builder, their material suppliers, their internal engineers, really to be involved in this process, helping make suggestions, offering insight to what they've learned and how these changes could potentially impact their productivity. So in some instances, manufacturers making these alterations, rather than looking at a new purchase in general, they would rather make some modifications on their existing equipment. Some of the areas that we heard about where some of these changes are being looked at, some of the performance parameters might not meet with what they had prior are thermal forming is one area, the capping area, The sealing, filling, labeling areas as materials change are all being affected. And overall, really, the line speed is what they're most important about. And in some instances, that's being affected too. Interesting. Now, are there similar needs um, in terms of secondary packaging? Oh, yes, of course. A lot of the same changes that they're looking at in the primary area, they're really looking also in secondary packaging. Um, They need approved accuracy, they need wider tolerances, particularly handling materials and some of the corrugated materials as the recycled content of corrugated increases. It changes the parameters and the performance of those secondary packaging configurations. So even if the materials are getting thinner, some of the corrugated material that's that's getting thinner, or as a result of some of the light weighting going on, it really does have an impact on the machine performance overall. Now, now we touched on it earlier, but I guess we, we need to go a little bit deeper into, obviously you did a lot of this research and the report came together before the COVID-19 paralyzed the world for all intents and purposes. What are going to be the drivers of packaging sustainability going forward or in the future as the market begins to return to something similar to our pre-pandemic world? Well, 
And let's think about that a minute because let's hope we return to some sort of, as you said, that the cliche of returning to normal. I really, I really think we stepped off a platform here with this pandemic that we aren't really going to be looking to return to a normal because we really have to look at where do we go from here and how do we behave as consumers? And as we said, you know, the consumer, we are definitely one of the drivers of packaging sustainability. Our choices and what we choose to to purchase is what really drives the industry. So even though there's still some significant uncertainty that persists now versus in March when we did this report, consumers are slowly returning to some of the more normal buying behavior that we saw prior to the pandemic. Although, like you said, in your household, there there were some changes that went on that um, maybe the most healthy eating wasn't going on. I think some of that was probably, um, you know, COVID crazy uh, purchasing and being locked down. But there was some stress eating. We will admit to some yeah. stress eating here. Well, I think we can all admit to that, Sean. <laughs> but some of that now has, has you know, our normal patterns have returned as we've actually found new patterns in our lifestyle. There's also competitive pressure to be sustainable. Brands have important messages around their sustainable packaging. We've heard that. We've seen that. There are products coming out on the market that actually promote that package sustainability and, and how their materials have changed and are now helping the economy. And there's environmental advocates that are behind this initiative, and and that's certainly not going to disappear. The Plastics Economy Global Committee that's led by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation is very entrenched. There's over 450 company members in that coalition now. Many of them we interviewed in this report. And the members that are joining this initiative are really committed to common goals. And there's a a date of 2025, but it's not like a date that's going to come and go and everything will be done. Sustainability is something that will continue to grow. But what they're looking at doing and what they're committed to doing is eliminating problematic or any unnecessary plastics in their packaging and being innovative to ensure that the plastics that we do use in our packaging, which which is obvious, but that they're recyclable or they're reusable or they're using um, recycled materials. So certainly a different innovation in our in our packaging material initiatives. And then keeping as much of the material as possible out of um, landfills. So it really does become a truly circular reuse rotation in our economy. And that is really a element that it's educating the consumer who we are the consumers on better recycling habits and having that infrastructure available so that we can recycle more. And there's also a, a general company culture. It, it's very important Um that the success of sustainability goals starts at the top. Um, If management is not really on board with this, then it's going to be difficult for companies to achieve those sustainable goals and maintain that sustainable message. And really, there is, at the end of the day, our manufacturers, as we are as consumers, we're driven by a sense of responsibility and pride that really encourages us to be good stewards of this planet and, and pursue and purchase sustainable products that really do move us all 
further towards a more circular economy. Okay, perfect. So we're 15 minutes in and to, to talking about obviously what is a very robust report and robust information that we could probably spend tons more time on. But what give me, you know, three, four key takeaways of the the new PMI report on packaging sustainability that you would point to um, to kind of get people that, you know what, these are the most important things, but we'll also maybe should look at the report as well. Yes, that it's really true. I think what's interesting is, you know, we do a lot of PMMI reports and we talk to the brand manufacturers frequently. And I think this is this is the first time that we really heard that brand manufacturers are proactively seeking out and working to understand problems with their machine builders, with their material suppliers, with the other parties involved that need to look at the materials and machine performance. So some of the key takeaways are really looking at being receptive to assist and guide these uh, brand manufacturing companies. They really want to investigate. So if you're a machine builder or you're a material supplier, you really want to get involved early. Ask the right questions. I won't elaborate on what those questions are. They are fully covered in the report but really to to find out what is the problem that the CPGs are having as they move forward on their sustainable goals. And they're really looking at the industry as a whole to, to be innovative. Flexible packaging is key for many areas right now, not just sustainability, but it really is key in this point to accommodate some of the inconsistencies in the materials that come out as different levels of recycled content or recycled materials are used to really help facilitate uh, the efficiency of these changeovers and and efficiency of the changes that are occurring in packaging formats today. That's fantastic. And and obviously, as I said, there's so much more that we can learn about packaging sustainability and how manufacturers are taking steps to achieve sustainability goals that, you know, new ones are ones that they've been developing and the topics that are shared, um, particularly with the CPGs and the brand managers in this full PMMI report that talks about the specific machine issues that they're facing when when pursuing these sustainability and issues, excuse me, initiatives, as well as, you know, precisely what functional improvements they're looking for. Those are all the things that this this study that you put together really put out there for um, for people that should invest time in in reading this. So we encourage our listeners to download, you know, the executive summary or the full report of packaging sustainability: a changing landscape at pmmi.org backslash research. Um, so with that, I, I, again, thank you so much for your time, Donna, and for coming on with us again. I'm sure we'll have you um, many more times talking about your reports. But we really appreciate you taking time out of the day to kind of give us an overview of of how this sustainability was affected by COVID and and how it's affecting packaging in general. Thank you so much, Sean. I, I really appreciated being part of it, and it was it was fun to get back to the uh, Riley Ritson uh, podcast. Yeah, we are absolutely back in business. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.